Melissa Bell. And I'm Allison Penn. You know, I've been spending a lot of time outside. I do 45 minutes a day outside walking. Mm, it's um, cold. I know. Let me tell you, this Florida girl is not happy about that. <laughs> but, you know, I've had a lot of quiet because it's at 6.30 in the morning and it is oh. so cold and nothing is happening. And then I get to see the sun as it comes up on the horizon. Mm-mm. And then I'll grab my cup of coffee and go sit on the front porch. And it had me thinking this morning, why do we like vacation so much? Mm. Because we slow down mm-hmm. and we take the time to notice and we take the extra time to just take it all in. So I think we should plan our lives like we plan our vacations. And then we won't have to go on as many as vacations, maybe. I really like that. Yeah, because like when you go on vacay, you plan those little day trips or those excursions, they call them, yeah. right? But you're not excursioning like all day long. Yeah, it's not 24-7 excursion. No. Well, and I mean, maybe if you have like $5 million, you could do it. I mean, but... But then you'd miss out on the pool and yeah. you miss out on land by the beach. But then you have like a free day. It's like, okay, today we're going to go mudding, you know, and right. the next day we're going to... But then we'll have the afternoon at the pool and then blah, blah, blah. That's right. You create a little margin or do whatever you want. Play volleyball in the sand with people you meet at the resort. Oh, yeah. I'm already on the resort. Oh, are we going to resort? <sighs> I think we should talk about a resort yeah. a lot so the Lord makes us go check one out. Just in case we're getting it wrong. You know what I mean? Just in case. Just in case. <laughs> we need a life lesson at a resort. I really like that. And I think... You know, we're talking about things that release me 2023, things that we need to let go of this year. And I think, you know, your our agendas. Yes. Literally like your calendar agenda and the agenda that you have. For in, yourself. Yeah. And with, for your family. Like your assumptions, your the narrative that you have in your head. Yeah. I mean, so there's this balance, right? Which we know is this word that doesn't really supposedly exists but no one has ever created it but there's this balance of having an outline and an idea mm-hmm. right like tonight on vacation I want Italian food let's go check out this Italian restaurant but if I so, so you want to have an idea but you don't need to like narrow it down we're going to go eat at this time at this table and I'm going to have this right because right. then you might miss the special of the day Absolutely. <laughs> and sometimes they have good specials at Italian restaurants. Um, so I think if we break this down, we could have like, I think we, we really, our agendas can get in the way, like in our regular daily life. Uh-huh. Yeah. And really in our mission and calling. And we did talk about our callings a few weeks ago. Yes. And in our relationships. Oh, For sure. So let's just kick it back to daily life. How our agenda is like plans are good, like you said, but when we get so attached to it, we miss out on those little God moments. Yes. You know, as a homeschool mom, I, as you can imagine, my personality has a really hard time sticking to a plan. (laughs) I, I even have a hard time planning sometimes, right? But... I have learned. I think you're a good planner, by the way. Oh, thanks. I think, once again, I don't give myself credit for that. You but do not. You're a really great planner. I think you plan this lesson, but what happens if your child gets really excited? Like, yesterday we made a microscope out of a red laser pointer and a paper clip. What? Right? Super cool. And so, 
what would have happened if I just said, well, that's how you make the microscope and then moved on? No, he wanted to go get water samples and see what he could find yeah. in the water. And so if I had stuck with all the to-dos that I had on my list, we would not have had that fun. And he couldn't have been as excited when he spoke about it. And I'm sure he's going to remember that experience more because he can't wait to tell his friends how to make their own microscopes, right? Absolutely. Or, you know, not even your own, your agenda. You do so many other things besides homeschool as well. It's like, well, I've just got to go to this meeting. I'm sorry. I can't miss it. Right, right. You know, um, so we just don't have time to make that microscope. Or I just, I feel, you know, we talk a lot about margin and we, and we talk I feel like we do a lot of talking about this in our lives, but I'm not sure we ever really do anything about it. Okay. Or honor it. I'm getting a little sassy about that. I, I, I noticed. So how do we do this? I mean, and I think it's convicting for me because I am very type A and I love my little list. And it's like, you know, for example, last night, Colleen and I were going to... You know, we needed to go to Apex to do this night to shine, volunteer, whatever, orientation thing. And we hadn't eaten yet. And so we had to grab something to eat. And he, I was trying to honor his time because he was doing that. And he wanted to get back to see his friends for this certain game. And then my daughter called and she needed something. And I was like, I just don't know if I'm going to have time. Because I just, like, I haven't even been home and I need to feed my, and I was like, why are you doing that? Right. You know, like, it's okay. You're going to eat, and Cully can be a little bit late, and you can go home and feed the dogs, and then you can go be with your daughter. And it was just because, in my mind, in my agenda, I was already, in my mind, in my PJs at 8 o'clock at night. (laughs) I don't blame you. I don't blame you. That's what I like to do, sitting by the fire reading my book. But I don't have to do that every time. Right. But we get so set in our ways. Yes. But then we miss the special sometimes, the daily special. That's right. And I had, you know, Colleen and I got to visit while we sat in that long Chick-fil-A line. <laughs> and, you know, the dogs are fine. They ate three hours late, but they're, they're not going to die of starvation. Right? It's fine. And you're missing a little couple inches off one of your plants. It's... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, those those cough drops are gone out of my purse, but they have great <laughs> breath now. No, I'm just kidding. Um... And then I got this really cool time with, you know, my daughter and her friend, and she was so excited. And anyway, we laughed and had a great time. And You know what I love about that, though? You don't know why God wanted you to see those girls, and maybe it wasn't for your daughter. Maybe it was for your daughter's friend. Exactly. We don't get to know. And it was so sweet because they even FaceTimed me together later just they were working on a project. And they FaceTimed me later in the evening. I was in my PJs, in my bed. <laughs> um, but, and we're like, we were so excited. We wanted to show you this. Aww. And so I made a really, I would have missed out because of my little agenda and my, you know, little patterns. And, oh, I just want to be in my pajamas. Like, whatever. Let yeah. it go, girl. I think I'm more, like, I'm not really mad at y'all that are listening. It's like mad at myself for getting caught up in you know, needing to stick to my plan all the time. We don't because God's plan is so much better. You know, being that listening ear for someone and you don't even know, you may not even know they need a listening ear, but if you don't let your agenda go, right, 
then you're going to miss out on being that for God. His hands and feet and ears and eyes and fingers and hugs and all the things right. he does. And know? they might not even know that they needed a listening ear until they had one. Absolutely. Absolutely. So daily life, we got to let go of our own agenda Mm. and some of that. And just our, you know, what we're assuming we need to get done for that day. None of that. Yes. Kind of ask yourself, do I really, does that really matter? I know. Oh gosh. It's really never going to be the end of the world. I know, but don't say that because then I'll just sit on my couch all day. (laughs) (laughs) Waiting. Right? (laughs) Well... Then that really brings us to, like, we talked about letting go of our assumptions about living life on mission and our calling. Oh, boy. I have a funny story, sort of. All right, give it to me. So on one of my early morning walks, freezing cold, okay, it is Friday morning, and I know this because... It is a Friday before Christmas. All of this matters. And uh, <laughs> and I'm walking, and there was, like, really big winds, and it had knocked over all of the neighbors. Well, many of the neighbors' trash cans are recycling bins. Oh, I remember that crazy weather. So now there's recycling stuff strewn all over their yards. Okay. Oh. And here I am walking. I don't even know these people's names, okay, because I'm down a little bit in the neighborhood. And I start thinking, because, you know, my mind goes a million miles a minute. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. So Christmas is coming, and they need the recycling bins because they're going to have boxes and things. But the recycling's all over their yard, even in their neighbor's yards. They're still asleep. They have no idea what's going on. And I'm going, I need to pick this up. So here I am picking up these trash cans, running through the yard. If they have those ring camos, they're probably enjoying the show, right, the next day. And I'm putting all the recycling back and angling the trash can so it's not going to spill over the next time that the wind comes through. I only learned that because I picked one up and then the wind came back through. And I was like, oh, my gosh. I was like, wow. But it got me thinking, you know, that's ministry. Ministry is in the little things that probably nobody sees. Mm. It's often dirty. No one will, you'll never get credit for that, but it's your heart that has changed to say, how would I want someone to treat me if I were in this situation? That is so beautiful. Like yeah. they, they had no idea that I was a crazy woman. I mean, I'm the only crazy woman that walks at 6.30 in the morning that's 26 degrees, so they might know <laughs> if they saw that in their ring camera, but probably not. And it wasn't for them. It wasn't for a thank you. It wasn't for any kind of recognition. I really, really love that image. And so basically you're saying like ministry is really about helping other people pick up their trash. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> it really is. Sometimes it really is. And, and they may not even know that their trash is strewn about. Oh my gosh. Yes. Often we don't, do we? <laughs> yes. And I didn't say like, here I come to pick up your trash. And I didn't leave a note that said, I picked up your trash. You're welcome. None of that. I was just there to pick it up and go on about my day and didn't even turn around and look for an accolade. So if you were sticking with your agenda instead of letting it go, yeah, you would be like, well, this doesn't fit into my agenda because I write, you know, my blogs and I speak and I volunteer at whatever luncheon and I record a podcast. Sorry. Right. This does not fit in with my ministry agenda. This is not commissioned. God has called me to. I cannot pick up your trash. I cannot. I'm so sorry. Um, That is all wrong. 
And that's an extreme example, okay? And it, she's not hoity-toity like I made that sound. But if we, that is kind of what we do in our minds yes. sometimes when it comes to other things. That's, again, an extreme example. But when we help people that when no one is looking, they're not looking, they don't know. When we're paying attention and in tune with God's nudges because we're in tune with him and listening for his voice and recognize his voice from spending time with him, it's not about our agenda. It's about his. But we're letting go of our own. You know, we create these things and we sometimes, I think, superimpose that God wants us to do these things, (laughs) right? right? And he's like, "Uh, hello, over here. I never asked you to do that. I actually want you to do this over here. And we're like, oh, that's not cool enough. That's not important enough. That's not whatever enough. And no one's going to see me do it. And no one's going to know that I didn't do it. And those are the most important things. Well, you know, like I said a couple weeks ago, God gives you these little things to see how you respond. And if he can't trust you with somebody's recycling that's strewn across the yard, do you think he's going to trust you to like pour into their hearts Mm -hmm. and in their lives? If in the, in the, you know, shadows, you don't really care. You only care when the spotlight's on. It's so true. I mean, you think back in scripture when, you know, he prefers, you can be standing on the street corners being all religious and doing your prayers, but he prefers that you go off into a room and pray alone and quiet with him. Yeah, you know, I guess what we're trying to say is really God's agenda for us if he has an agenda, is to know him more Hmm. and to become more like him. We just get to do lots of fun stuff on the way. Absolutely. Such a good point. Such a good point. And then we get into our agenda when it comes to our relationships. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry, honey. I love you very much. (laughs) Oh, gosh. I know. Woo, this one's always a tricky one. So I think when we talk about this, we can be talking about relationships with our husband, relationships with our kids, relationships with our friends, with our coworkers, with our neighbors. But I think if we're really honest with ourselves, we do have an agenda. Uh, For lack of a better word and an overused word, expectations, right? Um, In those relationships, we have assumptions. Yes. As we, uh, as we're with those people and the give and take of those. It's so interesting because something came up this morning and God was just reminding me that, you know, I can be insecure in my marriage for zero reasons. My husband has done nothing right, but it's just from how I was raised, things that have come up in my life. And so God just gently reminded me he is not responsible for the narration in your head. Your husband is doing nothing to drive that. So you need to change that. And I was like, wow. Okay. Now keep in mind, I will still say on occasion, Hey honey, I just want you to know I'm feeling insecure. And I know that it's not anything you're doing or not doing. It is all coming from my head, but it's important for him to know because I clearly will respond differently sometimes. Oh my gosh, I'm so glad I'm not alone in that. Right? (laughs) But I think that's in any relationship. I mean, I feel like I just had that same conversation. I realized that, you know, I was responding to Matt in a certain way. And I I 
the Lord just revealed to me, it was like, I said, I think I owe you an apology. Like I have been responding under this assumption, but it is nothing that you have done. It is based on my, my baggage, my stuff that I'm carrying around that I'm just realizing yes. is in there that I'm going to start digging out because I do not want it to get in the way. Right. You know, and I, I'm so sorry. <laughs> and <laughs> you know? they don't even know, right? No, and he was, you know, it's like, oh my gosh, I feel so bad. I'm like, well, it wasn't you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. But it wasn't you. Like, I'm the one. Anyway, um, and I think it can be that way with our children. Yes. As well. Um, we realize that we start to, it goes back to last week, honestly, and that emotional guilt and those emotional things that we don't deal with. Um, that start to ripple into our relationships. And that that's basically an agenda. We don't realize it, but it's a heart agenda. And oh, it's yeah. a response that comes from that. And it we have to let that go. We have to let those assumptions go. And we have to kind of pry that apart. And, and lay them out on the table, right? Yes. Pry open the heart, get those babies out, lay them on the table... And go through them. Yeah, well, because I have a friend also, and she, we've been, you know, friends for, gosh, going on 15 years maybe. But now, you know, she's moved all over the country, and so our schedules don't always align. And so we both have had a conversation where it's like, you didn't call me back for two and a half months, so I thought that you didn't like me because, you know, that was a narrative in her head. Right. And now she realizes that probably my house is on fire when that's going on, not literally, but figuratively. But I know that she has that narrative and that's her tendency. So I'll message and go, I'm really sorry I can't pick up. Life is crazy. Let's try to schedule a time versus us trying to pop into each other's, you know, life spontaneously. Let me schedule a time because you are important. So let me schedule a phone call. That is such a great point I have another I have a friend like that as well and I have to remember that you know if I don't respond or whatever it can come across as I don't care about you but it's it's never and I always say if I don't respond then I didn't get it right (laughs) you know like that's a problem because I will respond with something like can't talk right now or whatever um I think with our kids too you know people especially when you have kids who are pleasers and want to make you happy and do the right thing. They can take our actions or our words when they're feeling a little guilty that we're mad at them Mm. or we don't understand them. And so it's really good to talk about those things. We've, we uh, recently had a conversation about being um, self-aware Okay. In our family and what that looks like. You Read know, the like, room. <laughs> why am I feeling uh, really angry about that? Why am I feeling upset? Why am I feeling guilty? And so when we have an extreme reaction to any situation in a relationship or with God or something we're reading, it is always good to stop and to pause and to think through, okay, is this because I have prior guilt that I haven't dealt with? Is this an agenda problem because this doesn't fit my narrative? What is going on in my heart right now that I had this reaction? 
yeah and to you know this what? interaction I love that because I do that all the time I'll be like wait a minute why did that bother me because at the end of the day you you're it's something under there dig in and figure it out because it's bothering other things that you don't even know but your reaction wasn't quite so extreme absolutely right but it's still affecting an interaction of sorts it is and really that can lead to miscommunication issues <laughs> yes um because in our mind we're doing one thing and somebody else is receiving it another way and without that communication factor in the relationships the agendas the two independent agendas if we can't let go of those and communicate then it is going to just continue to create a wedge in whatever relationship you're you know we're talking about here Oh, girl, we need some homework this week. What do you think? Oh, yeah, homework's good. Okay. Give it to me. What do you think? So our first one was... um, Your daily daily life agenda. Daily life agenda. Is there something, is is there 15 minutes you can carve out somewhere that will give you a little more buffer for when you're traveling through your day so you can pause for somebody? Mm -hmm. I like it. And the next one was... It might even be pausing just for God. Oh, Getting right. to carpool five minutes early. So you have five minutes longer to sit and turn your phone off and sit with God. I love that. All right. Then like your mission or calling, what your agenda is with that. Maybe you can't just, God's not calling us to just sit there and wait for him to supernaturally like stick something right in front of us. Right. Right. But sometimes he is calling us to be still mm. and to listen and to know and reset. So... Just, he never wastes anything. Mm-hmm. He doesn't waste our time, but we do keep moving forward. Yes. And I think as far as the relationships, is there um, a relationship that you need to um, kind of release your agenda for? Or be frank about it, right? Be frank about your agenda. Yeah. <laughs> and say, this is currently my agenda, and I know that it's not right. And can we talk about this because I'm working, and I want you to know I'm working on it. Yes. Um, and open that line of communication up. Right. I love it. I do too. Do you know your name Frank? Are they like really direct? I don't have a Frank in my life, but I need one. I don't have a Frank in my life, but you know that character Frank on um, Everybody Loves Raymond, he's really Frank. I mean, where did the term be frank about it come from? Anyways, maybe that's next week. <laughs> maybe you'll see an Instagram post on that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Thanks for joining us this week on The Center and the Site.